Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Queer and D, where a bunch of us all get together and we roll some dice and play D&D for a few hours on a Saturday night. I am Christine, I am your DM, which is now standing in perpetuity until I decide otherwise. It stands for Dice Maestro, because I just like the way that it sounds, and why not? <coughs> so we have a little bit of a RP heavy episode this week, which is quite fun for some people. And after this we should be back to our every two week posting, so I hope you all enjoy. So jumping in this week, picking up obviously where we left off last week, which was Adar Day's Night, technically. So you all got back to Singing Dragon. Adar Day's Night. Exactly why I chose that. <laughs> it's been an Adar Day's Night. Yep. Glad I can be there for you. Y'all headed back to Singing Dragon and met up with Mika, um, who was awakened downstairs, waiting for you all. Questioned where you, if you'd had like a good time and what sort of things you'd got up to. Leaf decided it would be a very good time to kind of sneak stealthily through everyone's bag, but got caught by Mika. And River decided to head upstairs to read some more of her book, while Mika fell asleep on the table. Torn, Tix and Leaf, you all decided to head out to see if you could find someone who would maybe be able to diagnose Mika and why she's always sleeping. So you went off to the temple of Ralto, which is a much smaller temple than the temple of Una, and you beseeched the cleric there, the cleric reign of Ralto, um, to help. Without having Mika there, there wasn't really too much that he could do. Um, Torin, whose head wasn't really in the right space, had a little bit of a blow up, um, and then headed off to meditate. Well, Tix quietly asked if they could pray as it had been a while. Leaf decided, well, what else am I going to do? Sat down and drew the, the inside of the temple. And on the way out, Tix decided to light a, a little prayer candle. River got quite bored after all the reading and headed outside and decided to play some pranks involving the new spell Grease and almost made Ridian fall on his arse. But thankfully River warned Mika, maybe you should head the other direction um, before she headed out for a little walk. But the rest of the party weren't quite so su uh, successful in avoiding the grease patch. But everything was all kind of forgiven a bit and you all headed inside where River uh, finally revealed her backstory um, to the rest of the group. And you all promised to help um, in any future endeavours to take down um, Lady Relana, um, which it seems is River's quest, personal quest. Um, before you all head up, headed up to your bed, Leaf was chosen to compete in the Adar Day Drag Race. Um, we did smash it out the park and won free drinks for the rest of the evening and that's where we left off. With Leaf coming back to the table with a round of drinks for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to head up and do some reading. I'm going to enjoy the free drink. Okay. And then I think it is also yeah. bedtime. Go sort of things. <laughs> Kim here. Do my usual nighttime routine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. I'll just drink my beverage and then hand up to bed. Sorry, Leaf. Yeah. Love your free beverages. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'll stay downstairs for a little bit, trying to keep an eye on Leaf, and then giving up and going up to bed as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, with all the free drink in the bar, you, you kind of understand now why Redian put his hands in his head when Leaf went in. <laughs> because you get the impression that Leaf is now on a mission to drink the bar dry. <laughs> So it's probably a good thing that you all headed upstairs so you don't witness the, the mess of the place that Leaf makes. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. all wake up in the morning. It's very quiet. It's quieter than what it's been the past couple of days when you've woken up. There's a... Hold on, DM. Mm-hmm. So uh, probably I would have read for two hours and then um, I think I would have snuck out, okay. actually. And um, gone to the nearest tree and uh, slept in the tree. <laughs> okay, so sneaking out, roll a stealth check for me. You <laughs> just share a room with Mika. And Mika, make a perception check with disadvantage because you're probably sleeping by this point. Perception with disadvantage. Yep. 21. Okay. Where is it? There it is. Okay. Mika is sound asleep, doesn't notice at all as you sneak out. Mm-hmm. So you wake up in the morning, Mika, um, River's not in the room with you. And we all head downstairs for breakfast, and Leaf does not come down either. I don't think is anyone surprised Leaf is still sleeping. I'm not surprised Leaf is still sleeping. Mm. I'm not convinced we'll see the her until at least four o'clock. Yeah, I'm assuming we're just gonna let them. I mean, we're not gonna be. I need someone to tell me not to be an asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna, like bang pots and pans. Over yeah, you don't need to be that guy. I don't need to be that guy, right? No, you don't okay. need to be that guy. I resist being that guy. <laughs> Ridley's really kind of really walking past reasons. the table at this point after like bringing okay. out like some toast and some eggs and some bacon and stuff. Kind of walks past and you get the idea he's kind of like Gunther from Friends, constantly making little, th- little comments underneath his breath. As he goes, oh, I wish you really would. I can give you some pans for it. You just hear him um, as he walks back behind the bar. Yeah. So, what's the plan for the day? Do we want to go collect some money? So, I think it's money. Shopping. Shopping. And then maybe a trip back to see the clerics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That seems, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's do it. Okay. I want to go ahead and consume this delicious breakfast and we can head on out anytime. Nice, steal a piece of your bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So where would you like to head for your shopping trip? Well, we want to go collect our, our bounty from... Okay. Uh, Lady Asta. Lady Asta. Asta. I, I actually <laughs> had it right earlier today. <laughs> well, well. well, I think, yeah, first stop... The first stop is to get reward number three. Okay. Yay. 
So heading off, it's, the streets are a lot quieter than what you experienced the day before. You're actually able to walk in the streets unimpeded without bumping into every single person and having to weave your way in and out uh, to get to where you're going. Lady Asta does live up near the castle, which is the house that you've been to previously, but there's no guards outside anymore. Um, it seems that with the finding of who it was that committed the murder, the, the guard presence has lessened quite a lot. Hmm. Makes sense. Like, is there anyone? Like, is there? Is there any? Like, are there any guards left? Is there anyone like by the front door, by the entrance, by the gate? There's no one out by the gate or anything like that. Um, doesn't seem to be like any kind of main guard presence that you're able to see. Okay. So I suppose we just head up to the front door. Yeah. Let's go. There's a very ornate. Knocker? Is there a knocker on the head? Yeah, it's like a, a really big, like, kind of Adams family style knocker. Like, really over, oversized and really in your face. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably the tallest, I'll just reach up and boom. While they're doing that, can I? Is there like a window next to the door? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, windows on each side. Can I just like take a peek, see what I see? Yeah, it just seems to be the open kind of entryway that you saw last time that you were in there with the marble floors, the kind of white walls and the big um, staircase going up and round. Looking through the window after knocking on the door, you do see a familiar figure come to the door. The halfling servant Pierce with his like kind of big pot belly um, and kind of, he's, he's all aging so he's got like a white hair and everything. He slowly oh, comes up to the door um, and opens it up. Seeing you, he takes a, a few steps back mm. as he looks upon River. <laughs> Hi, Pierce. Long time to see. Hey, friend. Hello. How can I help you? Is Lady Asta in available for, by, by any chance? We just wanted she to is. talk she to is. her. Please come in. And he kind of steps to the side and um, leaves the door open for ushers you all into the main entryway. Once you've all entered, he closes the door behind. If you could just follow me. And he takes you off to um, up the stairs, but to the opposite side from where the library was that you all checked out last time. And it appears to be like a kind of formal sitting room. If you just wait in here, I will go get her. Will do. Love Thank it. you. Can, uh, Can I uh, mm -hmm. do a perception mm -hmm. check for uh, any uh, things? Any uh, hydras? Yep, go for <laughs> it. Fourteen. Fourteen. There's a lot of symbology in here. Um, just in terms of lots of like different history and there's a lot of paintings on the walls. Now that you're looking around in a little bit more detail, you do see that there's um, like a really large like, kind of portrait above a fireplace which isn't lit at the moment, but it does appear to be of a, an elven woman with long blonde hair that is kind of braided on one side. 
and she's dressed in a, a red dress. And kind of goes down um, in a v-neck but it's got long sleeves um, which kind of have like a bit of lace and things like that over the top of the, the entire dress. Looking up there and taking a, a seat, um, you do go and sit down after having your look around. Pierce comes back maybe about two, three minutes later, opens the door and in walks the exact same lady who is on the painting. Doesn't appear to have aged a day since um, the day that that portrait was done. Elves. <laughs> kind of walks in and looks at you all with a, an air of grace around her and takes a seat um, across from you all. Okay. I don't think Tix would have sat down. I think Tix, like if there's like a sofa or something that people are sitting on, like mm -hmm. Tix would be standing behind. Okay. No worries. No, I'm sitting down, legs crossed, hand about the back of the couch. <laughs> Making it your own. Making it my own. Okay. I'm sitting, but not like comfortably. I'm just kind of ready to move if I have to. Okay. And if, if I sit on the sofa, if I sit with my back to the back of the sofa, do my legs dangle? Yeah. Yeah. They like just kind of like meet the edge of it. Um, your ankles are just a little bit past where the edge of the sofa is. So I'll sit back so that my legs are dangling and just be kind of kicking my legs about a bit. Okay. Love it. She looks at you all uh, after she like, kind of like fills her dress out, her dress skirts out a little bit so she can sit down without wrinkling it. Um, Pierce tells me that you are all the, the ones to thank for. Oh, it's no easy way to put this, but for finding out about. Um, Amen. I'm sure I appreciate very much that this is a difficult time for you. What with everything that we discovered in the process of our investigation. And I'm, you know, we're very sorry for your losses on both counts, really. Um, family, family business isn't pretty all the time. I have a less lax demeanor and, and come in and say I'm terribly sorry for your loss. That is all very greatly appreciated. Thank you all. How, I hate how can I help you? Well, it's difficult to bring up business at a you know, at a time like this, but um, we were told by Chief Guardsman Tamal that there was perhaps some reward money available for solving this crime, and so we were told to come speak to you about it. Oh, While solving the crime is, is just reward, at the same time, we do have expenses that occur during our, our quest. Of course kind of snaps her fingers and Pierce comes back in the room. He's now carrying like a little tray that's like got some teacups and a teapot, some milk and some sugar on it and he sets it down on like a little coffee table that's between you all and oh, she whispers in his ear and he heads back out of the room. Tea? Anyone? Well, I, wait. I would love, oh, a, I would love, love a cup. No, thank you. 
she kind no, of I'm okay, thanks. goes forward and pours out um, some tea for both of you, um, passes it over, lets you kind of portion out your milk and sugar as you prefer. There's a little bit of lemon as well, if, if that's what you like. And she pours herself a cup as well <laughs> and takes like a small dainty sip and has got her finger out while she's sipping. Thank you. I'm trying very hard to make sure and not let my kind of awkwardly big hands <laughs> crush <laughs> but manage it you know I've, I've been in the company of a, of a royalty before okay make a dexterity check for me we'll call it dexterity <laughs> lord um um so uh that is a uh nine Okay. I don't think I think extra hair can add to that business. No, I think you're you're a minus. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh no, a zero. So nine. <laughs> so you're you're kind of sitting there for a little while, and you're like trying to like like different fingers to try and like use a little um handle on the teacup. You can't really get it, so you just like bring the teacup up and you kind of grab it around its sides and just kind of lift it. <laughs> It's the only way to not break it. Good job, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she finishes her tea just as Pierce comes back in the room and he's holding a small chest and he brings it over and sits it beside her on a little kind of like tea table that's beside her. And she opens it up, examines the contents nods and closes it and Pierce picks it back up and uh, comes round to all of you. Well I hope that this will compensate you for all of your work. I mean, I sure, thank you very much. We really, really appreciate it and I'm very glad that we could hopefully bring you at least some closure even if it wasn't good news. Is and help you feel a little safer than, than you were feeling. As a family, we are all in your debt. We have our eternal thanks. River kind of leans forward and says, I just have to ask a quick question. And I'm not sure if you'll have any information. Um, but have you ever heard of Lady Raylana? You kind of see like a flash of recognition go across her eyes. No, I haven't. Inside check. You kind of get from the recognition that she has, but she's just straight up not telling you. Yeah, but like, what is her feeling? I want to know if it's like fear or nice. Okay, roll for it then. Roll an insight check then to see if you can kind of um, tell what her her feelings towards Rilana are. Inside. Three, seven, 19, 20, 20. 22. Ooh, ooh, nice. Roll the 19. See that there is like a, a kind of flash of a small flash of fear, but it's more so just a recognition of the power um, that she sees in that individual. And then a little bit of worry that people are coming around asking. I don't want to put you in danger of any kind, of course. I just, 
if you could give me any information now, later, get it to me somehow, that's fine. But I will leave it at that. There's a, a kind of curt nod with her lips kind of pursed a little bit and sits up straight in her chair. And then I just sit back. We'd be eternally grateful if you happen across any information. And if there's anything else that you need, if you ever require our services, we're happy to happy to lend lend a hand in many capacities. We have a variety of skills that may come in useful for you, and and uh, we're always happy to uh, lend a hand to a just cause. I can only imagine the the skills that you all possess. She's got like a small like, kind of smile on her face at that, but we we will keep it in mind. Right. So, quick question, quick question, DM, and yeah. also, um, Kristen, can we use Olivia as a care messenger carrier? And can other people have messenger carriers to deliver to Olivia? Well, like, is there a way we can like communicate? Like, I always want them to be like, "Hey, here's our business card." Like, how do people contact us? Yeah. Um, I don't think Olivia has been trained up in that yet. That could be a conversation that if you wanted to, you could discuss it with Mika. Okay. Great. Cool. I think Olivia the messenger owl would be amazing. Right? <laughs> we had this conversation like eight months ago as well. <laughs> I love everything about the idea of Olivia the messenger owl. Yeah. And I can see her also being get so sick of us being like, let's just send out Olivia. <laughs> We're finishing it up. Name. Yeah, I know it's, it's an epic name. We're finishing up your your tea. Um, she kind of finishes up a second cup around about the same time as you all, and takes a stand. And Pure centers back in the room after she like, kind of rings a little bell that's on her tea table. Well, if that is all for today, I really do have important council business to be getting on with. I'm, I'm sure. We didn't want to keep you long. We just thank you and um, we hopefully we will be, you know hear from you again. And if you need us, we're staying at the... where are we staying? Uh, the singing dragon. Yep. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Very well then. We're soon to have messenger service. <laughs> I can only imagine. Okay. We're just gonna go. We're have a lovely day. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. I'm gonna try not to pick up the chest. Yeah. Carry it out. <laughs> kind of slip it under my arm trying not to be like hey look everyone we have a chest full of gold <laughs> I think before we should go shopping we should probably take that back and uh yeah or at least find a little a, a somewhere a, somewhere safe that we can uh see how much we just got paid <laughs> well if we take it back to the hotel I can um uh if we split it up or we can leave it there I can um put the alarm around it too well let's see how much it let's see how much yeah. it is at least. 
So heading out and trying to find a kind of secluded spot and you're able to see out of prying eyes. Um, someone make an investigation check for me to see if you can find somewhere. Sixteen. Okay. <laughs> that seems good. Okay. So you head off towards an area that you have kind of been in before. You remember after you jumped the wall, there was like an alleyway there that seemed very quiet that led into another couple of um, quiet alleyways. So you head off over there to try and see how much wealth you have. So what do we have, Dan? In <laughs> the chest, there are seven bags, seven pouches filled with 100 gold each. Ooh. 700 gold. How many of us are there? There's five. <laughs> five. Five. One of them's just hung over back at the hotel. <laughs> Six if you account, Olivia. So, 500. So, 140 apiece. 140? Yep. Yeah. Awesome, too. It's not nothing. It's better than opening eye with a sharp stick. Well, if we're using traditional D&D rules, like we average commoner makes like one gold a month so mm -hmm. yeah so i'm rich it's really not <coughs> excuse me bless you thank you, thank you. Mm. okay so would you like to head back to the singing dragon to leave it there or are you dishing it out to everyone i think if we're safe here i think we i'm just yeah what is it We'll split it up and save us the extra trip. Save us the extra trip. Okay, so someone will keep a hold then of Leaf's gold, understandably. And you also have a small ornate chest as well in your possession. Lovely. Lovely. I'll toss that in my bag. <laughs> Is it worth anything? We're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Just hawk everything that you find. <laughs> oh, like Skyrim going around and getting the cheese and selling it on. <laughs> okay, so where would you like to head to first then for shopping? Um, let's make our way down to the store. <laughs> oh, we're such nerds, you guys. I know. Uh, I don't, where do you, you, I, you two need like magic eat. You mumble stuffy. I, right? I'd like to go to a blacksmith because that's probably where I can get rid of the crossbow and the armor. Mm -hmm. and the sword. And the sword. 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 Um, okay, so let's do. I want to go to flame. I need a new top. I like this mustard, but I need something a little more vibrant. <laughs> okay. And then a magic shop of some sort. I just really need some uh, powdered silver. Okay, so maybe a jeweler? Or possibly a blacksmith. Or possibly, possibly a blacksmith. blacksmith, yeah. If they make silvered weapons, they might have some. You can find out. Silver. All right. Okay. Blacksmith, please. Okay. So, first off, roll. Let me see. What will we do? Google Maps. Map Quest. Yeah. <laughs> map, map the map. So that would help. <laughs> Map, 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 map. 
Roll just a general intelligence check for me first of all, River. Okay. <laughs> Where is my intelligence? That's a weird Geography. Yeah. <laughs> so, can I fucking roll this with advantage? Of course, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what we got, shall we? Meanwhile, we're just like flipping the map. This is like, like this might be. Wait, are we in this? I just want to says you are here. I don't. 19. I rolled a 19. I think it was a right. You're right or my right? Depends on which way you're facing, I guess. Guys. Oh. Sorry, what? Yeah. I got it. Here we go. I rolled a 19. So you remember that you've been to Tona's blacksmith before. Oh, yeah. Remember Tona's? Tona's. Yeah. Remember when we first got to town? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I recall now. Yeah, yeah. Let's head over there. All right, all right. Sounds good. As we start to walk, I start going the wrong way. Oh, the other right. The other right. All right. Number 15 on the map, if you've got that map. So let me bring it up. See do we have? I don't think you've do got we... that copy of it, but I can send it on to I you. I don't think we have a copy that has like the places no. on it. No, we just have like a street thing. I can send it on. I think I sent that one originally. Yeah. So Tana's is where did I put Tana's? Now I can't even. So Tana's is over in Midtown, um, just around the corner from a. Uh, the common store. The common oh, the common room. room. Yeah. Cool, because you can probably, if we can't sell stuff from, at the blacksmith, the common room probably has other stuff. Yeah, and maybe we can ask, oh yeah, and the, any of the magic stuff will be at Pandora's. Okay. Oh, oh, are we going to Pandora's today? <laughs> you can see Texas face is getting a little bit red at the thought. I'm guessing that's where I need to go to per get the pearls, so. <laughs> Perfect. It's going to be a banner day. <laughs> so, uh, the blacksmith Tonas isn't too far from you, um, given that you're all up in Old Town near the castle. It's very close to where you all are, so it only takes you about 10 minutes or so to walk over there, and you walk over the, the nice bridge that's got like the, the weird river that kind of cuts through the city. Um, cuts the whole the time you're walking, I am looking for anything to see if anyone's following us, anything. I'm a little on edge. Okay, make a perception check for me. Let's not roll that, because that sucked ass. Thank you, Shira. <laughs> 18 plus, what is my perception? Should be pretty good. 
remember. Where is it? Plus six. So 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 18, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23, okay. So you feel pretty confident looking around. Everybody just kind of seems to be going on with their own business. Nobody really seems to be paying attention to any of you just beyond the general cursory glance that people give when you're walking past someone. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So heading over to Tawana's, it's very warm and you hear it again before you see it. She appears to be kind of in the back again, just working away on whatever it is she's working away on that day. Kind of hear the kind of hammer hitting the, the metal and then you hear the sizzle of the, the warm metal hitting the water. Yeah. Is there like a like a ring bell for service or anything like that up yeah. here? Yeah, there's like a little like bellhop style like thing bell. Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. You kind of hear it resonate kind of all around you in a much louder fashion than what it should be. It's kind of seems to reverberate in the room as if it's enchanted in some way. But you hear the um, metal just be put down somewhere, hitting other metal, and then you see Tona, the orc, coming out, the big massive gloves on, the big, uh, the big uh, goggles over her face again, she's wearing like all black as well, like a black kind of tank top, cell thing, and comes out to see you all. I remember Good morning! All of you. Hello! Morning! How can I help you all? Uh, I'm actually looking for some powdered silver. Is that something that you have? I... No. I mean, I didn't think so. I mean, I've done a lot of smithing in my past, and every now and again you come across it, but not too often, you know? Yeah, it's quite rare to get that kind of request. Mm. Um, I actually have a couple things I was wondering if you would want to take off my hands. For okay. some clothing. Yeah, let's have, we can have a look. Okay, so I took the hand crossbow. Okay. Don't really have any use for this. And then a light armor. It was leather. Okay. And a short sword. All in good condition. Okay. Kind of picks them all up and examines them, gives them like a really close inspection, especially the sword. She like kind of uh, lifts it up. And kind of like holds it up to her eye and is like looking right the way across it to look for any kind of wasting or rusting on the blade. Sits it all down gingerly. As she uh, looks at it, she kind of puts it off to the side a little bit. Oh. Kind of looks up and kind of like does some like numbers in, in her head, but uses her fingers and in the air to kind of tally it all up at the same time. Well, this stuff's all quite good. I could do 50 gold for it all. Sure. And do you have any, by any chance, would you have any specialty arrows here for a short bow? How special? Just anything better than the average. <laughs> okay. Let me have a look. She kind of goes off to the side and like opens up this like really long kind of chest. And the, the lid of it kind of thunks against the wall as it hits it. 
lifts out a few arrows, puts them back in and shakes her heads, lifts up another one, nods and brings it over. You can see that it's like a, a black one, fully, fully all black arrow, and it's like a weird arrowhead on it. It's kind of like a... only way to describe it is half of a D8, but it's all hollow on the inside. Hmm. What does this do exactly? This one kind of goes over and like pulls out a little card that goes with it. Let me see. This one. Well, kind of see if she's taking a very long time to read it. I kind of get the idea that reading in numbers aren't her favorite thing to do. This one, this one's a holy arrow. So when, when it hits, um, it does more damage. And how much is that? Well, that one is fifty gold. Hmm. Do you think if uh, maybe I could get two of those for my trade? Good try, though, man. All right. What if I buy two? Can I get a discount? I only have one. Oh, oh. that makes it. All right. Well, I'll trade that. I'll trade that for the for the uh, stuff I'm giving you then. Okay. She kind of lifts it up and folds it over. Kind of like puts it in like a um, a kind of sheath, like a special sheath. And passes it over to you. So you, um, you mm -hmm. Oh, I was just gonna ask if so I see that arrow looks like it's probably that's an has some sort of enchantment attached to it. Is that why it does extra or is it just specially crafted? Do you have any other weapons with any enchantments or or shields or armor or enchantments? That's it's more so done by Pandora. Okay. This one just came into my possession a few days ago. Oh, where'd it come from? Someone came in and traded it. For what? They wanted some armor constructed. Um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a nosy bitch. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> she kind of laughs right. along. But um, you now have a holy arrow. So I will put it in D&D Beyond if it's not already there. But yeah, I don't see it. It's an arrow that shines with a holy brilliance. On a hit, it deals 1d8 radiant damage. And on an evil aligned target, uh, it must pass a DC 15 wisdom saving throw or be frightened of the attacker for 10 rounds or until the line of sight is broken. Nice! <laughs> nice! Cool. That's good cool. shit. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Any of you else? Alright, anyone else have anything they want to sell here? Or? 
Any extra? I'm non- good. Any extra nonsense to offload? Oh, I'm good. Okay. Thank you so much. Good to see you all again. I'm sure it will. She goes back down and picks her gloves up and uh, heads out uh, back towards where the piece of metal was that she was working on. And you can kind of just hear uh, the, this, the metal being picked up and kind of thrown back into the forge to heat it back up again. So Pandora's next, was that? Yep, that's next on the list. Let's head out. <laughs> okay. Heading out to Pandora's. It's, it's a place that you know quite well by now. You know your way there very easily. And you walk into the familiar shop of Pandora's box. You see that Metz is not sitting reading behind the counter like they normally are when you walk in. They are walking around with a, a small notepad in their hand and are taking stock. Kind of Hello! Hi! Hey there! Oh, it's you guys. <laughs> uh, hey, I was wrong! Oh, oh, what? Oh! oh. <laughs> well, we, we've come to spend money! Just keep that one in line. Kind of points to River. Uh... Yeah, sorry about that. Rude. Rude. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll 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 be good. <laughs> so I'm wondering, uh if you happen to have any powdered silver. I think so. Let me check. Dave, All right. uh, goes over to one of the shells but it's on um one of the lower shelves that are kind of towards the back of the, well, I say to the back of the shop, it's where the front of it is, where the window is. Walk mm. over there and kind of rummages around and brings up a small pouch and kind of places it on the counter. This one is about a hundred dollars worth of silver. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go ahead and I'll take that. Okay. Anything else? Um, um, yeah. That's all I need. Go ahead. That's all I need. Oh. Um, okay. Do you happen to have any um, pearls worth about 100 gold? Yes. And she kind of uh, goes down underneath, pulls out a box, very small box, and pulls out three pearls and sits them on top. They all kind of seem to be relatively uniform for pearls. They all seem to be kind of around about the same size. Is it alright if I pick one up? Go for it. I just kind of look at it and make sure it's what I need. Um, so if I bought three of these, it would be 300, correct? Yes. <laughs> Tell math work. <laughs> Listen, I don't do a lot. I usually just take. It's fine. And I am, uh, so. Um, and do you have any potions of healing? I think I've I can. Got two more. I can you know. make them cheaper. I heard that. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
Mm. I, I mean, but it's, I, it's, it's true, though. I just... I you it. have... And uh, goes off and brings up two um, potions of healing and sets it up. Alright. And how much do those run for? 50 gold each. Mm. Do you think it would more. help someone be a little bit more invisible? <laughs> Let me grab this. And goes into the glass case that you've seen all the kind of jewellery in before. And pulls out a small silver ring. I have this ring of invisibility. Hmm. And how much does that go for? Four thousand gold. Terrible. Sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> well then, and she puts it back in. Closes the case and locks it back over. No need to lock it. I'm not going to take it. Goodness. <laughs> I will take two pearls. Okay. For now. That's it. Thank you. And I just kind of like side eye and go, I'm going to wait outside. All right. Um, <laughs> and DM, I got the ingredients for healing potions from. Xanthias. Xanthias, right? Okay. Um, that might be another stop for us to make. All right. I can pick some up. Sounds good. Um, but uh, now back to Max. Um, if I wanted to get an enchantment put on, say, like, my shield here, uh, what are we, what are we talking about time-wise and money-wise? Hey, babe. Just kind of shirts in the back. And a few seconds later, you see Pandora come out with a, she, she does have big gloves on as well, but she's taking them off and kind of hitting, um, well, it's feel like a little bit of fire. It started on her trouser leg. <laughs> there's a little bit of smoke coming out as well. I was I do in the quick. middle of. Oh, hello. And kind of starts to go very quiet. Hi. Um. <laughs> so I was wondering mm -hmm. how much it would cost to get an enchantment placed on, um, like say my shield, for example. Like nothing too, nothing too fancy, just you know something, maybe make me a little stronger or a little harder to hit or, okay, you know just a, just a little oof, a little stronger. Okay, so let's see here. Kind of pulls up a um, a small ledger that she has and looks through. I could do you. Plus one shield for seven hundred and fifty gold. And that would take me two days. Are we gonna be in town for another couple days? I'm sure we'll come back before we even leave town. Well, I, I don't wanna leave town without my shield. That ah. feels like not a great idea. Um, 
I don't know. I, I mean, that's up to the group. I'm I'm fine to hang here for longer if we need to, or what have you. I mean, do we have a pressing location we need to be at? I don't think, I don't, well. Not, not like anything like rivers? eating down on us, right? No. <laughs> rivers outside. Rivers outside. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> Um, so stealthy. So 700. <laughs> Can we do 700? Persuasion? And I yeah, yeah. Roll, roll a persuasion. Um, roll it with like, advantage. Ooh. <laughs> so good. Can I see her look off to the side at Mets? And you see Mets just go. <laughs> okay. I give a little wink. Thank you. Excellent. And I take my shield off my back. I set it on the counter. Do you need deposit? Pay up front? How about half now and half later? Half when I pick it up? That works for me. So I put down 350 gold on the table or... Okay, so three fifty, so three hundred when you pick it up. No, three fifty because it's seven hundred, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's fine. Yeah. I will take it for six fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Math, I know. Anyone else? Why do I keep doing that voice? <laughs> that's Todd's voice. Anyone else? That works. That works. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. I think I have everything I need. What about you, little one? And you see mates look over uh, towards you, Mika. You... I'm quite happy looking. Okay. Well, anything you need. And mates kind of walks back off with the notebook. Alright, so... What what is today? What day is it? <laughs> so I'll, so two so two days, or you could also you know we're staying at the Singing Dragon. You could bring a by if you want to. No, oh, uh, we know. You hear me came up over. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm gonna cool. head out the door. Cool. See you in a couple. <laughs> minutes. Right. Give another wink. Then walk out. So Torin, you went down a hundred gold. River, it was two hundred. Tex, three hundred down. Yeah. Three hundred later. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And DM, DM, maybe later you can help me figure out how I add in powdered silver because I can't find it in yeah, the list. Yeah, it might be ones that I need to add in for you. Okay. Um, just to say that you have it. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just yeah, make a note of how much of it you have. Yep, I did. Coo coo coo. I'm going to spend a whole bunch of my money, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 
where are you all heading next then? Are you still wanting to do Xanthias or Flame? Um, let's do, because I just spent more money than I was anticipating spending, but let's do Xanthias. Okay. Pretty Tieflings will be the end of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Xanthias so I can pick up some ingredients to make some more healing potions. Okay, um, we'll make it quick for Xanthias then. So how many, how much do you want to buy? So how many healing potions do you want to make? Um, well, you were gonna, did I, we separated out the potions of healing, right? Because I only I have, have one, one in my, yeah, 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 I have one. I gave, okay. Um, do, so if you guys want to, I don't know if you guys want to pitch in, but the ingredients yeah. cost 25 gold, they're half price. So, um, if we all want to pitch in 25 gold, I can make. Yeah, I'll give you 25. So it's 25 I gold per potion? For, per Per potion, I can make oh, one wow. for everybody. Sure, I'll take uh, two. Here's fifty. Okay. Two. And I now have a couple of I have a couple of days time now because I have to wait for my shield. So, mm -hmm. so I've got time to make them. Okay. All right. I give you twenty five. Sweet. Yeah, so twenty five. You gave me fifty. Yeah. Um, so far. Did you want one, Mika? No, you're good. Okay. Should we make Leaf give me 20? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Leaf wasn't there when you got the extra gold for the... I will give you 50. It's true. That's true, we haven't given Leaf that yet. So we can just give Leaf 75. We can just take 25 out of Leaf's <laughs> And I'll give them a healing potion. They need it more than they realize. <laughs> uh, Okay, so I'm going to add in 25 from Leaf share of the money, 25 from you, so 100 gold, and then I'm going to go buy 125 worth of ingredients, make five. Okay, no problem. Yeah, it's easy enough to do. So if you all just mark that off for you all. So I will just mark off 25. Okay, back to flame it is then. So Flame was a little bit further away from Xanthias and Pandora's. It was more towards like, the entrance that you came in when you were going to Harry's. You walk in and the owner is again just kind of at the kind of tailor table that was in the centre of the room and is cutting fabric. I'll be with you in a minute! Oh, hello! He says, hello! He's kind of dressed in like a only way to describe it is kind of like a plaid suit with the, like a white shirt and collar and a matching tie that goes down and like kind of spiffy looking shoes. Oh, your suit. I mm, I love your suit. Your suit looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. How can um, I I'm looking for something in a... Mm, like a, maybe a blue ombre kind of thing or maybe like a fuchsia like okay kind of nods and heads over towards a rack uh, so there's like kind of same way as it is in just a regular shop there's a like upper and lower kind of racks with like hangers on it mm -hmm. pulls out a couple shakes his head puts them back in pulls some over um there's one that is just like a, a plain like goes from light blue at the bottom to white at the top in a blue ombre style and 
kind of long sleeves, but they are not skin tight, but it's almost as if it would be like a, a slim fitting shirt. Pencilless mm-hmm. at the bottom. And also um, has like a blue tie dye type one in like various different blues, but the blues are going up in colour from like a dark one to like a light blue. And it's a similar style. I like that blue ombre with the white with the tight sleeves because they don't get in the way when you're fighting. I like that one. I like that one. How much is that? It is. How much is that one? Um, Four silver. Take it. Very well. It's a bargain bargain and half the price. Bargain and twice the price. Anyone else? Um, If I were looking for like a short cloak. It maybe is like a dark purple, um, kind of snaps across the front, but still has a hood. Would you have something like that? Not just now, but I could make one. I do have a really luscious purple fabric in. And how much would that run? For custom, it would be six silver. And if I wanted, um, and how long would that take, actually? Eh, probably overnight. And is there any way you could make it so, like, say someone was trying to be stealthy, um, make sure the purple kind of uh, has a darker hue to it? Midnight purple? I think I could. I do have some very nice dyes to to weather it okay i would i'll do that all right then so six silver and what name am i putting on the order river River. okay and one more question um i have this cloak that i'm wearing and there's this little insignia inside how much would it cost to get it removed and it's the hydra symbol the silver cloak that she gave me. Mm-hmm. Let me see it a second. Mm-hmm. Take it off. Pass it over. Well, it looks stitched in. Then it goes over and pulls like a little tiny, tiny set of scissors. Snips away around at it and pulls it out. There you go. You can do Thank whatever you. you want with this. Kind of holding it up as if it's an offensive object to him. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and I just hand him a gold. Thank you, my dear. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Anyone want anything? You would look fabulous in a nice brown, I think. Pointing to you, Mika. <laughs> um... I don't think I need anything new at the minute. Well, if you do, come back. I have just a thing. I will. So restrained you are. (laughs) Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's great stuff. I'll see you tomorrow for your cloak. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye now.
and he kind of turns back around and he's working on the fabric, um, just cutting more fabric out to looks almost like a a suede, like a purple suede. That he's working on. Nice. So, should we head down to the temple? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Alright, so heading towards the temple, it's a little bit back towards where the entrance was that you originally came in. Heading back there, Texan Torn, you re recognise it from the outside. It just almost looks as though it's like a regular house size. And is in the same kind of style that all the rest of the buildings are in. You walk inside and there's maybe one other person who's in there kind of praying at that time. And like the kind of low benches that are kind of set out for worship. And do we see the cleric that we talked to before, whose uh, name has entirely escaped me? No, <laughs> he's not there at the moment. You do see that there is someone like kind of potting around over at the side, um, with some flowers that are over there. Okay, I'm gonna walk over. Um, excuse me. Uh, we were here last night. Um, we had some questions about a friend of ours and we were told to bring her back with us uh so we did um okay. i think we spoke with re re Amy? yeah i'm sure i probably wrote it down. <laughs> or rain rain yes oh cleric rain of course yeah. if you want to take a seat i will bring him out to you you Perfect. see, um, kind of dressed in white robes, it's a half-elfin, um, she looks quite young, maybe about 18, 19 or so, and has long flaming red hair, and walks away to, towards the side room that you recognise as being the side room that rain came out the previous day. He comes out and he's also wearing the same robes that he was wearing yesterday with a kind of a satchel across. Uh, his hair's kind of still slicked back. Um, for Leaf, uh, not Leaf, uh, River and Mika, you see a small halfling man with black hair. Looks to be 30, 40 ish. He doesn't seem to be very old. But he does have like a, a big, like, kind of happy smile on his face. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I see Hi. It's <coughs> how, this, how can I help you? Well, uh, this is this is our friend Mika that we were talking to about last night. Oh, yes. sleeping. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't seem bothered at all, but she agreed to come, and we really appreciate that for for our own. Well, that's very good. Why don't you follow me back here? We'll do this in a little bit of privacy. Ushers you all um, into the room that he just came out of. You walk in and it's a windowless room, but it's got like wood panelling all the way around this room, but it's um, all stained white. So it's a really white room and it's lit by candlelight and the floors are kind of the same, like kind of flagstone floors that you've been seeing throughout the city. And there's like a a table in the middle of the room, 
that's got a white sheet over it, as well as some tables kind of lining the sides with some different like potions, um, like an alchemy kind of kit, and some bookshelves with some books in it. Okay then, and he kind of steps up a few steps to get to be able to get to the top of the table. Let's see what's wrong with you, if that's okay. Yeah, fine. Alright then. And kind of points to the table for you to jump up. Okay. Yeah, it takes you a second to jump up because there's no steps going up on that side. Let's see. And it kind of runs through like a, a kind of basic examination, what you would get like just in your like in general medical kind of checkup. And we're just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> the books and the bookshelf, hmm. touching things that I probably shouldn't be touching. I'm just like, <laughs> if you get too close to me, kind of swatch your hand away. <laughs> well, there's nothing halt would leave wrong with you. How how much do you sleep? Just whenever I feel like I need a nap, really. And as I hear this, I walk over to the table. <laughs> so, okay. you know, maybe Mika's not very aware of how much the boy is But I'm saying it's a good 80% of the time or more. <laughs> kind of like a house cat. An old house cat. And is that normal for you? Yeah. Have you always been like that? Since my mid-teen years, yeah, I think so. Okay. Maybe maybe tell him what happened in your mid-teen years, like you mentioned in passing, like it was nothing the other day? Oh, just uh, just an annoying brothers being annoying situation. I feel like she's well, very much underplaying this. How about the other part with the dark shadow oh, and the door? Oh yeah, that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I may have gone through some sort of portal. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Okay. And what was on the other side of that portal? Mm, not really very much clue. <laughs> Okay, well let's check a few things and he kind of goes over towards the bookcase, pulls out a couple of books. <laughs> you can you hear him like muttering under his breath a little bit and like waving his hand over you? Nope. And does another, tries another one, muttering under his breath again, like gestures over As he's well. doing that, I slyly like take a book and start reading it. Okay. <laughs> Me a stealth check for me, or sleight of hand, sorry, sleight, sleight of hand, and I will roll this to see if he notices. That's cocked. So is that one. <laughs> 13, 20, 21. Yeah, he has no clue. <laughs> He's, like... He's too engrossed in trying to find out um, what's going on with this medical mystery. Him. He has no notice whatsoever of what you're doing. 
you open it up and it seems to just be like a, an anatomy book. Oh. <laughs> anatomy of what, I wonder. Guys, look at this. <laughs> what is that? See, like what looks to be like a weird looking skeleton. That's frightful. <laughs> I just keep looking. Okay. And you see him kind of come to a stop. Well, I can't find anything. There doesn't seem to be anything wrong with you, from what I can tell. Everything's all perfectly normal. That's what I said. <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we spent a little time, Claire, trying to figure out if we could detect good or evil. Um, I didn't think trying to detect magic would work because, well, obviously they have magic. Um, what have you ruled out? Well, I've ruled out any form of possession. Okay. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Any form of detect undead, any form of good and evil, mm -hmm. anything else underlying medically, mm -hmm. doesn't seem to be anything. Maybe she just needs some caffeine. <laughs> True, maybe we just need to get oh, her, her. An, an, you know, a never-ending flask of coffee. Then we'll have to be a near never ending access to a bathroom. Iron deficiency. <laughs> well, I'm I'm flummoxed. I mean, it's not possession. It's not uh until yeah, I'm mean, very reassuring. You're not possessed I mean, and that's... I'm not gonna pretend like that wasn't a concern. Yeah, because... I was concerned as well. I was very <laughs> I was pretty sure one of their shadows had attached itself to you. And you're healthy medically, so you know that's great. Uh, Claire, do you have any any other ideas of what it could possibly be? I could probably try and do some more study. Maybe head up to the capital and see if there's anything in the the bigger temples up there. But not to my knowledge. I mean, Mika's just so you know, easygoing and so good-natured and just kind of going with the flow. But when we really sit down and talk about it, it, it seems quite disturbing and unrestful. And, uh, you know, we just really want to help them help them out and get to the help bottom be of able it. to sleep. I suggested that we go to the source. What, the brother? The brother. Or the portal? <laughs> or the, the portal? portal? Uh, I mean, brother. <laughs> portal to a hell dimension sounds like a great idea. I mean, if that's where we need to go, I'm not saying we go, go. I'm just saying we could like check it out, see if there's any stories around the area. True. I think that's a good call. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Mika, what do you think? I or mean, it's quite just... a while away. It would be a lot of effort. <laughs> well, you're worth the effort. <laughs> I'm quite happy having little naps though. It's really fine. Honey, they're not little naps. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're day-long sleep sessions. But also it's your life. I mean it is your life and we don't love you any less. I look at the cleric. Do you have any caffeine meals? <laughs> I mean, do you think the greater restoration would would 
set her to rights? Mika, do you know if anyone's ever tried to cast greater restoration on you? Restore you to your <laughs> previous reset state? You. Reset, hard reset. Hard reset. Hard reset. Turn your <laughs> I there was a healer back in my back in my hometown and, and she was very very good and I, I spent a lot of time, you know, I learned a lot from her and that that's just a thing that she'd mentioned and sometimes when things are really rough, that's you know but I don't know. Okay. So besides the dreams and the sleep <laughs> yeah, I mean, physically, nothing's like nothing's wrong in harm, and you're fairly content with this life of horrible dreams and sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you want a good night's sleep to maybe help, I could give you a sleeping potion and see if that gets you a good night's sleep. Then maybe you feel more rested the next day. Yeah, we can try. Okay. He goes over towards um, the door and heads out, leaves you all in the room, comes back a few minutes later and has a small kind of midnightish sparkly potion in his hands. Ooh, Ooh it's pretty. <laughs> Take all of this and this will give you a solid 12 hours of sleep. Perfect. Well done. I, uh, put the book back. <laughs> okay. Good job, River. I see you. I just wanted the knowledge. I'm good. <laughs> I see knowledge you. is always good. Nods over to you. Well, thank you for your help. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, oh, is there anything that we can do for you? Just Anything for your services? We are happy to help in any way that we can. <laughs> um, by any chance, would you happen to know if there's a um, temple for uh, the goddess of Fana here anywhere? There's temples to all of the gods here. Well, would you know where it would be? Her one is... It goes over... Towards there's like a very small table off to the side with what looks to be a very small map. It's usually something. I don't go over this side very much. <laughs> it's filled with way too many sailors for me. And kind of points towards an area I'm on one of the well, on the smaller kind of island, this is all there is. On the map, let me bring it up here. This will work. Oh, this one. Here we go. I'm bringing it up just so I can show you. And points to this kind of area here on the map. Okay. I think it's it's roundabout there. It's it's near where all the the sailors are. If okay. you hear them, you're probably in the right place. Thank you. You guys ready? Ready. Mm -hmm. 
Meryl, so blessing be upon you all. And kind of nods and like puts his hands together. Can I? And I leave you... uh, on the way out. I leave a, a gold piece in the collection plate. And I kind of hold. I kind of stay back as they all sort of filter out. And um, can I? Can I ask you a question? I've been struggling a little bit with not feeling like I'm, I don't know, things have been a little weird for me lately and I've been feeling a little off center and now I feel like I've made this new group of friends that I really appreciate and I feel like we might be heading off into more difficult terrain <laughs> okay and i really want i want to be able to protect them with more than just my sword because i worry about losing them and i don't want to lose more people a very understandable fear and i don't know how does one learn what you do like how how does that work do i have to like drop what I'm doing and go to, like, Claire College. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of nods his head thinking a little bit. It's more of a calling. If you're called upon to heal and to help and do good, God that you're asking it from will give you some kind of blessing if they feel you worthy. I mean, that makes sense. I feel like I've... I mean, you see my sword. You know what I do. It's pretty obvious. But I also just feel like I've... I need, I need to bring some balance to that. I can't just... I mean, I only hurt people to protect people. I don't, I don't like it. And I don't want it to be the only thing I can do. Find the balance within yourself. Once you find that peace, if your chosen God also sees that peace in you, they may bestow any number of blessings on you. I appreciate that. Thanks for thanks for listening. It kind of gives me at least an idea of where Always. to put my thoughts. Always. And you know where to find us if you need any more guidance. I do. I'll, I know I'm going to be in the city for at least a couple more days. I may, I may come back. I just... I just needed to talk to somebody about it. You're always here. Thanks. And then I toddle off after everyone. <laughs> Where would you all like to head to next? So, street, street meat? Is it lunch street meat? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, 
any are there any other temples that we uh, want to visit while we're here? At some point, I would like to go to um, mine, but we, it doesn't have to be today or even now. But I mean, we shopped. I got this new shirt. I'm super stoked about it. <laughs> uh, we're here in the temple. We could look at the bulletin board, see if there's anything interesting that maybe like sure. if there's any new jobs posted. Sword for hire. I mean, down by the docks is probably a good place to look. Yeah, no uh, joke. Yeah, yeah. No joke. I mean, like we said, Leaf isn't going to wake up till tomorrow. So, <laughs> right. And but your shield is in the shop, so yeah, but I don't think I don't think looking for work is going to get us in trouble where I'd be. All right, let's take a look. Screwed without my shield. Right, right, right. We'll look for it and see what see what's what. See you if know. there's anything. If I get in any street fights, I'll try not to you know need yeah, my wait, shield. Yeah, we gotcha. <laughs> Okay, so if you haven't removed your shield from yourself yet, if you remove it and then... Oh yeah, I forgot, yeah, yeah. I forgot to take it off. Let me... Shield. Boop. Okay, so heading to the docks then. You head over towards the area that was pointed out. It does take a little while for you to walk over there. It's kind of the other side of the city from where you are at the moment so it takes you like a good kind of hour to walk over there and oh my armor class is so terrible now i want everyone to make a perception check for me just now oh lord anyone all of us yep, all everyone. of us oh just straight perception check yep straight perception check 19. 19. Um, 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 I lost it. Where is it? There it is. Um, but 15. Four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Those clouds are amazing up there. Is <laughs> 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 the dragon in the clouds? Yeah, the rest of everyone, Torin, and um, no kind of being at this kind of area of the city before. You're just kind of engrossed in seeing all the, the little birds that are kind of perched, all the gulls that are perched on the the roofs of the buildings over here. So pretty. I'm just vibing with nature. Mm. As we're heading toward the docks, which mm -hmm. is a rougher part of town, like before we get there, also I went out of like Tick's form and into um, Max, the big tiefling bouncer guy. Okay. The, the, the and I have my hood up. So, Tex and River, you kind of hear like some screaming off in the distance. And it's getting louder and louder the closer you get towards the kind of mouth of this one alleyway. Just like I run to the alleyway. Yeah, I'm hot on the heels. Okay. I don't hear anything, but I see them running and I follow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you are you walking or are you in the Bjorn? Um, I'm walking and they've left me behind. <laughs> oh, Mika! <laughs> Alright. So you get to the mouth of the alleyway and you don't really hear anything or see anything rather but the screams for help are getting a lot, a lot louder. And when you approach a kind of turn in the alley, you see that there's two kind of like 
thugs that are like closing in on a young teenager and that's where we're going to take a little break Coming back in, or just about to go in to main action piece. You've just entered the alleyway and you've seen two thug looking people and a young teenage person. Um, getting a little closer look at them as you, you come into the alleyway, I'm going to just actually add them onto our thing here. So this one will be our little, our little teenager. I'm just putting a little name on it so that we know. Um, there's two thugs there. So if you've got your ill bear roadie open, you'll see them all and I'll let you all place. But you do see that the teenager is like a, a young humanish looking male looks to be about 18 or 19 and has long kind of golden blonde hair 
Um, go right for my heart, why don't you? <laughs> uh, so, if you want to place yourselves on the map for where you are coming into this alley, in terms of your like marching order. <laughs> well, I ran first. I was yeah. gone, and I, I used feline agility okay. to get there. So. So you're probably well, sixty like, feet of movement. You're probably like right up at them then. I'd imagine. Okay, Tex, you were very close behind. Yeah, I was right hot on the heels okay. of. Okay, I'm just placing you all there for where I think you would be. Yeah. Okay, you would be around about here, I would say, in Torin. Around about there. Okay, I came running behind at what uh, thirty feet. Yeah. It's my speed, so. Yeah, so if you all, like, have a little look at Owlbear and t let me know if you're happy with your positions. Yeah, that feels right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everyone, please roll advantage. Or initiative. That's it, yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, I'm tired, it is so warm. That's so fast. Hush! Um, I, sorry, I rolled a four. Oh, thank God. I rolled five, but I have a plus five initiative, so that's ten. I rolled <laughs> ten, but I have plus seven initiative, so seventeen. Whatever. <laughs> I got fifteen. Okay, so anyone with twenty-five to twenty? <laughs> 19 to 15? 17. 17. Okay, 15 to 10? 15, 10. 10 for river. Okay. Karn, what did you get? 4. 4, okay. Okay, so before we enter into any kind of main combat, you hear the street thugs just generally threatening this teenager. And they hear you rush in. And the first one turns around to look at you all. And he rolled a natural 20. Rude. And remember the little homebrew rule where if you roll a natural 20, you get advantage on the first hit. Your first so, number one is this one here. Number two is this one here. So this okay. one is closest to you then, River. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Hearing your run in is going to actually just put all this in. Just so I can keep track of this. I've not actually put the numbers in yet for the initiative. Four, And he's going to come up to right beside you. 
and he will what up, bro? just do an attack with his scimitar with advantage. So let's see, we'll use these two. Shira and my nice will throw in. That's going to be an 18 to hit. That hits. That hits, okay. So, 1d6 plus 1. That's going to be 6 damage to you as he turns round, takes a step forward to you, and just slashes out with a quick slash to stop you and kind of like just catches you across the hand. Okay, the next up then would be Tex. So Tex, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh sweet brown baby Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Thirteen. With a thirteen, the sight of this teenager with the long golden hair freezes you in your tracks and you just stop and stare at them unable to make any any kind of move or anything like that fuck <laughs> oh no <laughs> so we then turn to mika who's away back not around the corner yet so you don't know quite what's going on well, I'm just gonna keep moving until I can see around the corner. I have 25 feet. So. So you can. And each of these are five feet, yes? Yeah. Yeah, so you could go right up so to the text. I'll come up to here. Okay. You see Tex is just kind of like stopped and isn't moving. You see <laughs> and oh no. Blades just came down and um, sliced across River's hand. And you see that there is the, the teenage boy and another thug on the other side. And that brings us to... Oh, is there anything else you'd like to do? Any attacks or anything? Or... Or is that your turn? Um, I think I'll leave it there for now. Okay. Yeah. So, River, you're up. This is what you add to your turn. What would you like to do okay. with your turn, River? Or no, yeah, when you rolled it. So I hiss. Because okay. <laughs> they slashed me. Yep. And, um... I'm going to, uh, take my, I mean, I'm in melee range or am I, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I can just, I don't have to throw my dagger, I can just stabby stab. Okay, go ahead and roll to see if that'll hit. First one definitely missions. Uh, it's a two plus. I don't know. Um, eight. that's 
to ten. Yeah, feeling the pain from your hand, you you've got your dagger out and it's in that hand, and you uh, kind of slash towards him, but the kind of movement of your hand it makes your hand kind of sting a little bit too much, and you just go short of him. Bonus action, other hand, okay. stabby stab. No, go for it. <clears throat> Fifteen. Fifteen hits. Okay. And stagger one D4 plus Describe your attack as well, see how you're going to attack him with this one. Just a, was it just a jab out towards him or is it like a slash or? Um Yeah, I'm going to go and just stab right in the gut. Okay. Go for it. How much damage are you doing with that one? Plus five, so seven, seven damage. So you, having your first one miss, you instantly have your other dagger in your hand, and you thrust forward with it. Doesn't seem to hit like any main organs or anything, but you seem to kind of wince in pain as you. And as I, as I like get close, because I like get close, I just go. You're outnumbered. You might want to put down your weapons and then I'm gonna move okay where are you moving to um I would like to go mm -hmm. to the hold on where am I I go and I have 30 and I have 30 feet that's five and just behind everyone. Okay. He's going to take an attack of opportunity on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to use this one. Yeah, that's a natural one. <coughs> You're too quick for him. You've instantly darkened Nice try, loser. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, Jerk. <laughs> Rude. All right, so we're now at, if that's your full turn, then we're now at Torin. All right, I'm going to come up within five feet of uh, one of the dudes. doesn't matter which one, I guess. You can touch your Number one out. or number two? Uh, number two is fine. Number two? That's number one. Number two is right in front of Tex. Oh, I had number one and number two confused. Go back, uh, number two, <laughs> number one, please. Okay, yep. There you go, okay, alright. Um, and I'm gonna take my greatsword, and, um, I'm gonna see if I can hit. Um, that is a 19 plus 8, so we're way over 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, uh, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna do, a Searing Smite. Now, Searing Smite is a bonus action, along with my regular hit with the straight sword. Yep. Okay, yep. And I can have two attacks now. Okay. If I'm understanding this correctly. Since see. we leveled up. Let me bring up your stats. Steering yes, please. Yeah. Searing Smite, so, you said? Yeah. I want to do Searing Smite at a level two. Ooh. So, 
Next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon, weapon flares with hot, weight hot intensity, and the attack deals an extra 1d6 fire damage, causing them to ignite in flame, and at the start of each of its turns until the spell ends, must make a constitution saving throw or take fire damage. Um, on a successful save, spell ends. Target or creature within 5 feet of it is an action fit of flames. Yeah, so you'd, uh, at second level you deal 2d6 additional damage on your hit and he has to make a constitution saving throw or um, be involved in flames. At the start of his turn <laughs> he must make a constitution saving throw or take more damage. So roll okay. your regular attack and add 2d6. Yes. Okay, so that's uh, a 2d6 plus 5 from my greatsword. Okay. So that's three, five, uh, plus five, so that's ten with my greatsword. So that's ten slashing damage. Ten slashing damage, and then the searing smite at a level two is two d six. So that's two, six, seven, eight, uh, with the searing smite. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. And then my question is, if I have a second attack. If he's even standing. It'll tell you at yeah, the top. Yeah, it'll tell you how many attacks you It says, yeah, actions two, so yeah, you get a second attack. Yeah, I get a second attack at this point. Is he still standing? You bring the sword down and the flames engulf right the way around him. And the figure still seems to be up. It doesn't seem to be prone at the moment. Alright, well, I'm going to take a second stab. I'm going to take a second slash. Like, I've come down with my great sword with my right, and I'm going to swing back and come down with my left. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and hit him again, and I'll roll the hit. Yeah. Uh, which is 9 plus 8, which is 17. That hits. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead and roll 2d6 for my great sword, which is 4. 10 total. Take him out for me. All right. <laughs> so I'm just gonna make it quick and painless and come down with my left and slice right through him, just from the shoulder on down. So you slice from the shoulder down, and as you do it, your uh, searing smite kind of like retracts back into the sword, as it were, um, kind of going back into it as you notice that he is crumbling to the ground and all of his clothes have kind of become scorched and his body itself looks ashy. And that's him out of the game, so to speak. Alright. I'm sorry, was that too aggressive? Is that your, I don't know your you turn? Already, but... is, that, <laughs> is that your turn then, Um, I don't think I have anything left. I think I have the actions and um, bonus action. I think you're good. I, think, you're I think I'm good. I don't think I have anything else I can do. Alright, so number two, book number two is going to come up to in between Six and Horn. And seeing how Torin has just taken out his friend, is going to make um, just a scimitar attack right back at you, Torin. Mm. Can I move yet? Not yet. 
we're not back to the top of the initiative order yet. Okay. So, scimitar attack. Yep. That's a natural one. Nope! Net does not hit, of course! So, seeing that, he screams out in a fit of rage. Doesn't go into rage, <laughs> but just screams out and slices with his sword, but he closes his eyes while he does it in his rage and completely misses you. Oh, what the shit? To control his anger. So, now back at the top of the initiative, Tex, make another wisdom saving throw for me. Wisdom saving throw. Oh my god, six. <laughs> no, you're still enraptured by the sight of the, the teenage boy. The figure in sight of this boy just kind of lying there helpless. As people closed in on him, brought you back to. Oh, yeah, it's fucking with me good. I know exactly why I'm frozen. Yeah. <laughs> this was designed for this. Yeah, this is fucking me right up in yeah. case anyone's wondering. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you still can't make any move on your turn. So, Mika, we're at you. What would you like to do with your turn, Mika? Right. I um dropped something. Don't know what I dropped. Um, let me see. I'm going to move. I'm going to cast frostbite at the teenager. So that's a constitution. Are you just... Mika, okay. Mika, no! She said it. Go ahead and roll. roll That's a constitution saving of 14. Okay. Mika! So you see Mika ready and cast a spell and realise just as you're shouting out and just after the spell has been released what Mika's intended target is. That's a 19. So ah, damn it. So what happens on a successful save? That means... Is it half damage? Let me see. Um, 1d6... No, wait, that's on the thingy. I don't think it says anything about... Uh, uh, what's the opposite of fail? A save? <laughs> Let me see. No, it doesn't say anything about that. Frostbite, you said? So it just, yeah, it just, I don't know, bounces. <laughs> um, and then she like, correctly, teenager, I think the teenager saved from the frostbite, but... <laughs> Next time around, Mika, yeah. we're, we're trying yeah, to save teenager! <laughs> well, you could have said that first. seem to settle on the teenager, but it doesn't seem to walk onto him, and it just kind of falls off. Phew! Thank god. It missed him, so we're good! 
Okay, is that, is that your turn then, Mika? Or is there anything else you would like to do? No, thank you. Let's do the code. Okay. Whoever we are at you. I am going to cast um, Grease. <laughs> okay. That's your favorite spell. Yeah. Where are you casting Grease? Well, it's a 10 foot square, so I'm going to do just the square that. Square. um, Yeah. Occupies him or them. And then just the square behind them where there's nobody else. It's in between the teenager and them. So nobody stepped there. Correct. Here? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let me. This. And then they have to do a deck save of 14. And if they end its turn in it, they have to do a deck save. Okay. As well. So, deck save 14. Okay. Let's use a big chunky one for it. That's 14 exactly. <sighs> All right, bonus action. Yeah. I'm going to use my short bow and take a shot. Okay. Does the grease stay there or? Yeah, it stays for, I think, a minute. Okay. No problem. Roll to Um, start with your crossbow. Yeah, so that'll be 1d6 plus 5. Yeah. Five plus five. Oh wait, I gotta roll to hit, don't I? <laughs> yeah. <Never mind. laughs> oh, fucking shit. That is five. Oh, eight, nine, eight, nine, nine. Fourteen. Fourteen just had some. Yes. Okay, now I'll roll. <laughs> okay. Four plus five, so nine. Nine points of damage. Nine damage, okay. Do they have to make a concentration check? Okay. Or do they? He needs to. Did you see? Does he? Does is he the one that's holding the hold spell? There's no hold spell. Oh. This is this is purely my own bullshit. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can't help, unfortunately. (laughs) This is purely my own bullshit. Yep. No Constitution saving throw. I don't know if we did that last time. Yeah, oh, no, they did. That's no, it. Oh, it didn't matter at that point. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, I really like my greatsword. It's it's my bestest right now. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, take my greatsword and let's see if we can do this again. Okay. And uh, 13. Uh, whoop, 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 whoop. 
13 plus 8. So 21. Nice. Yeah, it definitely hits. Go for it. Okay. And then we're going to go over here. And I'm going to do 2d6, which is a 2 plus 4 is 6 plus 5 is 11. 11 damage. Okay. Slashing damage. So you bring up your great sword and you slice down again with all of your might on top of him. Mm-hmm. And you kind of cut into the leather armor that he's wearing. Mm, okay. And then I have a second action. So for that mm-hmm. second action with the bonus action, I'm going to hit him with my sword again. Okay. Okay. Which is 16 plus 8, which is well over 20. Yeah, it definitely is. Okay. And then I'm going to come in with the greatsword is 6, 10, plus 5, 15. 15, okay. So you come down, finish your attack with the one hand with the greatsword, kind of juggle it over to the other hand and come back down with it again. Slice in front of him, now he's got like an X shape on his leather armour. But when I do that, it's coming down with searing smite. Okay. Okay, so on that second hit is a 2d6, um, which is 3, 4, uh, such as 4, and then he has to roll a constitution saving throw, or take 5 damage. How much damage? 4. 4. Okay, so how much total so far? So it was 15 plus... 4. Oh, uh... 15 plus 10. 15 25, 25, 29. 29, okay. I need to roll a constitution. He needs to roll a 14. Or be engulfed in flames. Or be engulfed in flames. Yeah, that's a 3. <clears throat> Alright, so that's a total of 29 then. So I've got slash, slash, and you're burning. Okay. And then so he'll continue to burn if he's not dead. Is he dead? Not yet, no. Ah! So, All right, so now the top of his turn. Until he has to roll again at the top of his, top of his next turn. Which is yeah. new. <laughs> and at the end of his turn, he has to roll to see if he doesn't slip on the grease again. Yes. Woo! So it's the top of his turn. It's the constitution. And he used to make a 14. That's a 13. He does not make it. So how much damage does he take? How much fire damage is it? Let me check again, hold on. I think it was 1d6. Mm-hmm. Um, da, da, da. yeah. Okay. It takes 1d6 fire. Yeah, so he'll take 1d6 fire. So roll for it. See how much it takes. Oh, just one. One? Okay. He looks extremely hurt right now and is heavily panting while there's flames licking around his face. And he's kind of hunched over like on one knee almost but he's still up and he's going to stay there but he is going to roll an attack against Torin again just trying to choose which one I want to use we've not rolled with this one yet tonight so we'll see if it is good to us or not That is 21 to hit. That hits. And... 1d6 plus 1 of damage. 
Let's roll with the brand new dice and we'll see how much. That is two points of damage to you. Alright. And he needs to roll a dex save, was it? To see if he's yeah, dex of 14. Okay. 19 plus 1, so yeah, 30 20 he makes it. He's still up. Really? Okay. He takes roll one more wisdom saving throw. One wisdom saving throw? Jesus Christ. <laughs> 11. <laughs> no, don't make it, unfortunately. You're slowly starting to come back around and you can kind of hear the fighting going on around you, but you're still transfixed on just the golden hair. Like, like, if you were to look at me right now, you would probably see, like, tears in my eyes and my hands just shaking. Hang in there, friend! No. Alright, Mika, you're up now. Alright. Let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's the one guy on fire. <laughs> yeah. It looks really freaking hard. Um. I'm. That might not be the best idea. <laughs> I'm going to cast Ice Knife and throw Ooh. an Ice Knife at the big ball of flames. Okay. <laughs> Let me cool what is it? Um, so, roll for it and um, add your spell attack bonus, I think it is. Roll d20 plus your spell attack. 17 plus 6. Yeah, it definitely hits. So that's 23. Yep, for sure hits. Roll and then 1d10. Which is... Nope, that's a d12. That's the d10. That's 6 damage. Okay. Six, um, 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 piercing damage. Okay. Yeah. So, one thing with this spell is hit or miss, the shard explodes. Target and each creature within five feet of it must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 2d6 cold damage. So, Tex and Torin, you're both going to need to throw a dex saving throw. Am I throwing? I feel like I feel like Tix would be throwing just with disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that as well. Dex saving throw. Yeah. There's a d20. Right? Yeah. And then your dex mod or saving throw is your it's down. It's, yeah. Oh, the one down. It's that's. Oh yeah. So yeah. that's a. That's a nine. That's a three. Oh, no. Okay, Mika. <laughs> Roll two d six for me. Oh, 
Alright, let's see. <laughs> this is the fun part of getting your spells. <laughs> That's two and three. Five. So both of you take five damage. Describe how you take this street thug out for me. What? Take, take out the street thug for me, Mika. Take out the. Have, oh. Yep. You. He's down. So <laughs> I just heard that and I was like, ooh, right, okay, yep. so. So describe it, how you can, It's going to be hit in the kind of shoulder collarbone area. Okay. How? And then as the shard explodes, lots of other little shards just go into like under its chin, in the face, <laughs> in the arms. And then there's lots of blood. And then there's death. Ice knife is brutal. Yeah. yeah. Was the teenager close enough to have to make a save for that as well? Well, that's good. You want to, you want to fuck me up even more? Oh, yeah. Yes. So <laughs> as it explodes after hitting the shoulder, the shoulder's kind of blown out with the impact of the ice, and it just radiates out for five feet round about it. Um, so much that it kind of goes up and like kind of entails like jaw, and um, there's way too much ice for it to be contained. So some of it comes out and hits both Torin and Tix, get like kind of cuts and scrapes across your cheeks, many exposed skin. That's out round about it. But both of the baddies are down. All right. The teenager is like kind of slowly coming back around to. Not to consciousness, but to understanding of what's happened. I just run up past Mika and I go, holy shit, that was dope! <laughs> yeah. am, I, am I, am I, am I, am I, I run over to check on Tix, are you okay? No. <laughs> are you gonna be okay? Yes. Alright. Okay. Do I shake it off enough where I can move now that? Yeah, yeah, you, you can okay. move now. No, so I just, make, I just make a beeline to the kid. Okay. Hopefully not slipping on the fucking grease. Yeah. Yeah. Make it way around it. Yeah. I, I don't think Tix would Tix. I don't care. Like I'm not gonna make my way around. I'm not taking a short, a long no, route no. to get to this kid. Yeah, like that's me. not a thing. That's happening. <laughs> Am I rolling with disadvantage on this deck nope. save? Nope. No. Okay. Uh, then I rolled a uh, nineteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Knowing what happened last time, River was involved with anything magical. Oh you're very cautious, and you hear the warning. You look down, and you manage to just jump over it and get over to the kids. Okay. Yeah. And I just kind of like kneel down. Um, you see me uh, shift into for out of the tiefling form and into the dwarf dwarven my the dwarven form you've seen me do before. Um, and I just start doing a, a medicine check on the kid and make sure that the kid's okay. Okay. Um, roll roll a medicine check then for me. <sighs> 
And do I get, like, proficiency in this form? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, in that form, you have proficiency in it. Okay. Uh, so that would make that, uh, 22. Okay. Examining him over, there's just, like, a little bit of, kind of, frost that's kind of sitting on him. And just on his clothes, not, like, actually, like, it's not seeped into him or anything like that. Um, you just see, like, a few, like, minor cuts and bruises. It doesn't seem okay. to be hurt in any other kind of way. He's just very scared. Okay, but he's conscious. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of breathing heavily and just looking around wide-eyed. Like, deer in the headlights kind of thing. Okay. Are you... Are you okay? I think so. What's your name? Rob. Hi, Rob. It's good to... It's good to meet you. Um... Were they... What... What ha- what what happened? They kind of lured me in here. Fuckers. But they they kind of pushed me around a little bit, but I don't know what they wanted. And while well, they're asking, yeah, and while they're doing this, I'm going to search the bodies. Okay. I was gonna say, Tix probably hollers up, hollers over their shoulder. Loot those motherfuckers. I don't know if there's a body on one of them. is just ashes. Well, no. he's, he's, the body's Gold. still there. Just his, his skin looks kind of ashy. And the uh, all clothing on him is kind of... Yeah, we're not going to get any armor off of him. Um, my insight isn't great. Okay. But I feel like you do an insight check to see... Um... My insight is good, but I don't think I would... I, I'm not in a space to tell if this kid's lying or not. Yeah. Like I got a 16 for investigation. So did you roll turn? Did you roll for your inside check? Uh, rolling for inside check. Uh, that is... Uh, 18. 18? Best you can tell from him, he is very honest. He's been quite open. That's basically what he's telling you is what happened. Alright. Um, uh, I have no idea what they were looking for or why. Well, yeah, I'm searching them now. You find that there is the weapons that they had on them, so each of them just had a scimitar. The one that had the kind of um, ashy body with the charred leather and clothing. The scimitar is still quite hot, but uh, the... The blade isn't quite as sharp anymore. Find, That's it. You find like two gold pieces on each. I don't see anything. They they don't have much. They might have just been trying to talk the kid. Probably just trying to shake him down. Um, I stand up and um, and I offer a hand to the to the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, here, let me let me help you up. Let's get you. Are you? Do you have somewhere safe to go? Do you need, do you want us to walk with you anywhere? Is there anything you need? I've got a place to stay. Okay. I think I'm okay. Alright. Just get out of alleyways. No kidding. He's kind of laughing as he's saying it. Nervously. I reach, I reach into, uh, a pocket and I pull out 
say platinum and I slip it into the kid's hand and I'm like, find yourself somewhere safe. Kind of nods, looks at you all, and just kind of runs away. But he's like looking back at you as he does so and then leaves the alleyway. So, uh, Nix, what happened? What was that? Um, so I kind of, is there like a, I'm just going to walk over to the barrel that was like behind the kid or the crate or whatever. Yep. And I'm going to sit on it. Okay. And you guys watch and I shift from the dwarven form to a similar form to my usual, like my default. Um, uh, but I've got like long blonde ringlet, almost like perfect curly, um, curly hair and like, um, and like a softer, face than you've than 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 ticks normally has um and the eyes are are, are green instead of the uh, usual blue um good this and you see like tears like it this this was my younger my younger sibling. Uh, their name was Pax. And uh, some years ago, uh, we got in a bit of trouble with a local warlord that uh, didn't much care for changelings and tried to make things really hard for my hometown. And we went to try and we went to try and set things right and everything went wrong. And I looked away for a minute and the next thing I knew, Pax got run through by a sword put my hand on their shoulder and that kid looked a lot like looked a lot like them and seeing him just laying there on the ground like that with thugs with swords understandable yeah i was rough and then like i just shipped back to my usual default the kid's okay yeah thanks guys because i've that I was fucking useless. <sighs> I felt useless. I couldn't do anything to help you. There was no spell I could cast, no nothing I could do. You were just yeah. That one wasn't. That was just. That was just my stuff. That was not. I'm so sorry. That wasn't magic. But <laughs> you incinerated them. You did fine. <laughs> but 
Yeah. That was a lot. I, that was, that was a lot. I was not expecting that. I'm very sorry that I am nothing to apologize for. There's nothing to apologize for at all. Nothing. No. We all have our shit. <laughs> right? We all have our shit. Oh, yeah. <sighs> <sighs> you guys want to go get a drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Sounds good about now. Yes. Where's yeah. the diviest bar in this docks? That's... I... <laughs> So there is um, just a few streets over, there is a bar that you were told about when you first entered the city. Let me bring up the name of it here. It was kind of one of the options that, um, what was her name? I mean, the other option is to go back or work. Um, I think it was, told you. That's a long so one. So there is... The Crooked Raven is a few streets over. So it's like a very right. kind of lively, like, sailor bar. Let's head over to the Crooked Raven. So you yeah. head in and this bar is like grungy. Like all the wood on the outside is kind of cracked. It's very loud outside. There's a ton of just drunken, lack of a better word, drunken sailors. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so we're gonna swell I've got to offer. I'm gonna head up to you. You guys go sit down. I'll, I'll go get the drinks. So Perfect. I'm gonna go up to the bar and order a round of drinks. Okay. That'll be How much is that? A silver. Yeah. And then I say, um, would you mind taking it over the table for me? Um, and I leave a gold. And then I'm going to sneak out and go to the temple. Okay. So the drinks were brought over for the three of you. You have a drink of it and everything in this bar has like a very salty taste to it. <laughs> Just with the proximity to the water. So what, what drinks did you buy them? Whatever the locals drink. <laughs> I don't know anything about alcohol. So pretty much the the cheapest, strongest ale that we have, but it's got a, a salty kind of overtaste. And now that you think about it, like even the air in this room has like a salty taste to it. It's if the entire building is like infused with salt. Tix just pounds that whole fucking flagon, like just tankered up. I take a small taste and then I pass mine over. I take it. You'll get me home safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about the salty taste is it leaves you wanting more. <laughs> okay, so heading over to the temple, it's just a few streets back, almost back at the alley where you were, and it's very small and it looks kind of grubby on the outside, but the kind of um wood that's near the top of the roof has been painted purple but it's all kind of flaking off with the sun and you imagine it would have been a lot darker at one point but it's very very light now to the point where if you didn't have so high of a perce uh, perception that you would have trouble seeing the purple paint on it 
So I head in, mm-hmm. uh, holding my coin. Yep. Um, kind of look around. Is there anyone there? No, it looks to be quite empty. It just appears to be one room on the inside. There's only a couple of like stools, small stools. Small what? Seem to be small stools, Walls. like. Okay, so I go in, um, and is there, like, I mean, I look around, is there, like, a place to, like, go and commune? Yeah, there's, um, the stools, the kind of small three-legged stools are kind of dotted around the place. They are kind of all in front of a main altar area, which appears to have, like, just a couple candles that are on it that are lit. It doesn't seem to be very well maintained. But there is, does look as though there's maybe someone that goes in and lights the candles for light each day. Okay, so I go over and I sit and I light a candle. Um, and I have my coin out and I'm flipping it in my hand. Yep. Um, and I uh, take out a letter that I've been holding. I'll send it to you later. Okay. And I put it at the altar. Okay. And then I flip the coin, and then I just I just sit silently for I don't know fifteen minutes or so, and just okay. sit and try to like yeah. Okay, take these moments of peace to yourself and contemplation. No one else uh, appears in the temple and it's very quiet. It's almost eerily quiet in here, even though it's very rowdy and noisy outside with like all the sailors and kind of passing trade of the area. It's very quiet inside. And then I get up and I leave. Okay. Are you heading back to the tavern or are you heading elsewhere? Yeah, I go back to the tavern. Okay. So heading back in, Tix, you're probably on your third drink by now. I was going to say, I'm on my third. I'm s- s- drinking this one more slowly. <laughs> I stealthily, like, sit at the table. Um, like, I've been there the whole time. Yeah. Mika, you've definitely noticed <laughs> that River is not there. Torin and Tix as well. Welcome back. Thanks! <laughs> <laughs> what would you all like to do? Are you spending a little bit of time in this tavern or are you? What time of day is it? It's probably getting on for later afternoon, mm-hmm. almost approaching evening kind of time. Mm-hmm. By the amount of shopping that you've all done and been to Lady Asta's. The fighting. Yeah. <laughs> fighting. So, I'm wondering, do you guys want to take a look at the board and see what's there just for since we're down here and then maybe head back to the singing yeah. dragon? Yeah. All right. Sure. Okay. So, donating your drinks. On our way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On our way out, I am going to look to see if there's someone I can steal from. Okay. <laughs> it's been a minute. Wait a minute. Make... Look, drunk sailor. Yeah, make a, make a I mean, check. you can pick fucking me, probably. But... 
I'm not going to give you ideas. You'll friggin' no. do it. <laughs> That'll probably happen at some point, I imagine. <laughs> Sixteen. Okay. So you see there's like a, a couple of loud, like, rowdy groups that are kind of pushing each other around a little bit. Fine pouches jiggling beside them. Get the idea that maybe a lot of these sailors have just came in and their ships have just docked and they've got a lot of coin to spend. Is there like a... Oh. I think we lost you. Aaron Froze! We'll give it a second. When yeah. your frame is frozen. No. <laughs> back. Your voice is back, but you're still. Ah, oh, there we go! <laughs> <laughs> D and D on the internet. Can't see anyone else, but that's funny. <laughs> All right. So, uh, would you say one of the bar stools or chairs weighs five pounds or less? Yeah. They all seem to be like kind of rickety wooden ones that could probably fall over if someone too heavy sat on it. So I'm going to cast catapult. <laughs> Okay. And I'm going to pick up the chair and chuck it against a wall, not near anyone. Okay, let me bring up what this spell uh, is. It's one action. Yeah. Um, I'm not chucking it at anyone, so it goes until it hits a wall or an object. And then it does 3d8 bludgeoning damage. That's why I'm trying not to hit anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you manage to kind of pick it up and throw it into a spot in the wall. Wait, do it. Wait, so no one notices me. Okay. Roll a sleight of hand check for me to see if anyone notices. Seventeen. Okay. Seem pretty confident that no one else around you has noticed apart from maybe some people in your party if, if they were paying a lot of attention to you. But you pick the chair up and you throw it against the wall kind of beside a few inches to the left of where this party you're standing. And so, the chair... Mm -hmm. But it's not anywhere near me because I can use it, I can pick it up from anywhere. Yeah. So I kind of do it, not a chair near me. I don't want... Yeah, so it's kind of a chair... Few feet over at another table. Yeah. Pick it up and throw it across. Hit the wall kind of beside where these guys are standing, a few inches to the left, and the chair instantly like kind of shatters against the wall. But with the force of it, it um, leaves a big massive dent in the wall. And, and as it's happening in the commotion, that's what I'm going to go in to try to steal. All right. So there's like kind of legs and bits of wood flying everywhere. Everyone kind of ducks a little bit. Um, to kind of cover themselves from the splinters that are flying everywhere. Roll a sleight of hand check for me to see if you can steal something in this motion. 23! Yeah. You managed to go over to one of the guys who's closest to you as you're just walking past and your hand just goes out a little bit and your claw kind of just slices across the string 
that's holding it on the belt falls down and your tail grabs up. And I just walk away. You guys ready to go? I'm, I'm going to think, I think the minute we saw that chair fly, we are familiar enough <laughs> at this point. That I'm like, well, I think it's time for us to get going. <clears throat> Quick exit. <laughs> Quick exit. So I head on over to the bulletin board. Okay. See what we can find. Yeah. All right. So bulletin board is over by the Temple of Una. You head over there. It takes you maybe um, 40 minutes to walk over there. Just the streets are getting a little bit busier with it getting into evenings. So kind of all the shops are shutting. People are kind of starting to head out to bars and maybe some of the restaurants and things like that that are around to get some food. Over on the bulletin board, there is just a couple of notices up. There's one um, asking for recruits to the army, yeah. and there's oh, one asking about a missing cat. See oh, the, the name of Pandora down the bottom of it? Oh, hey, Tex. Hey, we could get some points for you. Is Pandora's cat missing? Can we look for Pandora's We cat? absolutely will look for Pandora's cat. <laughs> And I read the whole notice to make sure we get all the details off of it. Okay. So you, you can even just reach in and take the entire notice with you? Taking it? No one else is finding this cat. I'm finding this cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. just kind of like the usual like horses for rent kind of thing. Uh, not so much like what you would see in like the like, job notice board or anything like that, but it's almost like a classified. Like, there's a there's a dresser free for pickup that sort of thing mm -hmm. but you found a notice for him finding pandora's lost cat awesome perfect it's all right like a, a description of it and almost like a a little drawing of it like a, a little like black and white tuxedo little <laughs> What an adorable kitty cat. What is the kitty cat's name? Mr. Snuffers. Socks. Socks. Where were Socks last seen? In Pandora's. <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> You're loving this. Okay. All right. Should we head that way then, I guess? <laughs> well, you kind of... Mm. Friend, maybe we should wait till the morning. <laughs> oh, but you can really the cat out in the... Mm, true. It's up to you. Getting dark. We might there, have to... It's true. It. We might have yeah. to... Um, between, between where we are now... Mm -hmm. And like going back to the singing dragon. Yep. Are there any fish markets? <laughs> Not in this bit of the city. You would have to go more towards where the docks are for that. Or like even like food or like food stalls that might serve like I don't know fish tacos or <laughs> or like fried fish or you know fish and chips place or something. Sure, yeah, Maybe like the a little kind of like pop up. Um, this got like big drums of oil that are sitting on top of an open fire and it seems to be as though like fish <clears throat> dropped into it 
and like awesome like a chip cart sweet yeah okay <laughs> i want to buy like just like four pieces of fish okay to attract all the cats so i'll take every <laughs> single one of them back to her until i find the right one it'll be too sober for that we'll say perfect consider it purchased <laughs> i just wrap it up in the paper and like, yeah put it in the just through. yeah perfect I <laughs> right now it just smells like fish and chips yeah <laughs> like that it doesn't like fish I mean, fine. <laughs> Hopefully Pandora's cat does. We'll see you tomorrow morning. It's dark out. We're not going to find a black cat in the middle of the night. Are you sure keep the fish? Yeah, it's just in a little pouch. It, it's the cat's salted. Not, I'm sure it'll... It's salted it'll and fried. It'll be fine. And the cat's not going to care. Yeah, but you're going to... Okay. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, not it! Not I'm, sharing sleeping my, I'm sleeping with Mika. Mika and I share a room, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's wrapped. It's not. I'm not gonna like roll around uh, in it. I mean, overnight, it, that room is gonna smell like fish. You know it. No, that that's like a. It smells already. Like that's a good fish, probably. But like, it's a stinky fish. Yeah. How far are we from Pandora's here now? At the fish point. Ten minutes walk. All right. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Y'all can go do what you want. I'm gonna go see if I can find this goddamn cat. I'm gonna follow you because this is dark and you've been drinking. Perfect. <laughs> you've been drinking. It's been a, it has been a fucking day. Yes. <laughs> finish this day finding a pretty human's cat. I'm gonna fucking do it. Okay. I'm I'm supporting you. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm there. Let's go. All right. Thanks, wow. Also, can I eat the chips? Hey, because I'll to see if Olivia can see anything. Oh, Olivia. Oh, yeah. Olivia. But I don't know if you get on well with cats. Look, I don't I just need like an aerial view to see if there's any. She's got better eyes than us at night. Well, I have dark vision, so I can see. Definitely has better eyes than me at night. Anywho, all right. All right. So make our way over there, and then I want to look around and see. Is there like an alleyway nearby the shop, or yeah, there's like a couple of alleys that are each side, and there's like kind of one behind. There's alleyways like kind of all over this. So is it just and we not learned our lesson about alleyways. Yeah. Is there anyone in the street? No, it's just some general passersby, like just a couple of um. A couple of half elves that are walking around. As you get closer to Pandora's, you kind of see Pandora and Mets closing up the shop and heading out for a little. So bit. I just, I just kind of go up to one. And, excuse me. Um, we're in search of a pussy. Would you happen to know where one is? You <laughs> 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 just see them. They're literally just going to look at you and laugh and walk away. <laughs> they haven't seen anything, guys. <laughs> Thanks for checking, though. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to duck into the nearest alleyway to Pandora's. Okay. Because, of course, the cat's going to be right next to home, just lost. Mm -hmm. Obviously. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm just going to kind of look around and, like, see if there's, like, any little places. I'm just going to leave a couple little, like, piles of crumbled up fish. Okay. <laughs> then, you know, I'm just going to walk. Kitty, kitty, kitty. I'm gonna go up to another person. Excuse me. Okay. We're looking um for Pandora's uh cat. Would you happen to know where it would be? Like it's, it looks like this. It's a lovely pussy, I'm sure. Could you find help us find it? <laughs> I've not seen one. I've never seen a cat like that. Yeah, you didn't look like the head person who would know where a pussy is. All right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> oh, God. This is just going to be really cool for the rest of the game now. <laughs> I love it. All right, so I'm kind of leaving some little nuggets of fish out. You hear a crash and a kind of bang and a loud meow. And it comes this like big, massive, fat, ginger, fluffy cat. No, you are not the cat I'm looking for. You are the wrong <laughs> pussy. Uh, but I throw him a little scrap anyway. Okay. I just hiss at it. It kind of goes, heckles, what? And it runs away as soon as it sees you. Do a little investigation. Yeah. Using any kind of cat, I don't know, things, can I perception where this cat maybe? <laughs> All of your role in investigation check for me. Everyone that's looking. I'm looking. I got an 18. Okay. 22. I don't know what the investigation yeah. thing is. Where is it? Um, no. Investigation. Yeah, it's me too. 22? Oh, 16. <laughs> That's 12. 12 for Mika. What did you get, Torn? Uh, 8. Great. You barely know what a cat looks like. <laughs> yeah. Even though I'm standing right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though there's one standing next to you. What is cat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so River, having feeling senses. I can sense other cats, you know? Yeah, it's not like spidey senses. <laughs> your, your pussy senses are not tingling. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta... You know, keep trying. Mm -hmm. But you, hmm. you don't kind of hear or see any any kind of black tuxedo cats running around this this alleyway at least that you're in. I don't see anything, guys. Maybe got eaten. Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with eating pussy. It's fine. I mean, ag <laughs> agreed. <laughs> But also, maybe we should pop into Pandora's and find out, like, if her cat is an outdoor, outdoor cat. Maybe someone actually took her cat. Well, they were just leaving, though. I think we might have missed them. Did we miss them? Are they gone? Are they walking down the street? We missed yeah. them. Yeah. We can always try tomorrow. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll try tomorrow. We can talk to them. I mean, pussy can wait. 
I doubt that like we're yeah. But at least now I won't my room won't smell like fish. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that ginger cat got a great treat out of it, so it's true. Oh cute chonker. <laughs> I think I need to go to bed, guys. I, this Same. has been a fucking day. Same. Okay. Let's go. So you all head back towards the singing dragon as you walk in. You see that Leaf is back at it drinking again. Mm. Yeah, dancing how we, away. How, how does she do it? Like, I mean, I'm not a slouch, but literally, how does she do it? <laughs> I mean, hats off. Hats, hats off. You'll hit if Leaf and nod in a wave and head on upstairs. Yeah, I'm going to read for another two hours. Okay, let me bring up my notes for where you're at then with your reading. Because I read two hours the night before as well. Yes, you get and 14 and a half hours left then. Well, then I'm just going to read two and a half hours. Let's get rid of that half. Okay, so we're at 14 hours left. And I, after everything that has happened today, mm -hmm. um... I get back to my room and I like take off take off my sword and I kind of hold it and look at it and realize I didn't use it and I should have used it but I couldn't and that doesn't feel good but it doesn't need to be cleaned or sharpened today because I did it yesterday and I didn't use it I kind of like set it like on the dresser or whatever that's in the room. Um, and I like take off the chain, take off the chain shirt and the leather armor. And so I'm like just in more comfortable um, clothes. And then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to take the bare tooth necklace that I always wear out of my, like out from under my, my shirt. Um, I'm just going to hold it. It was a hard day today, kid. I miss you so much. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I think you'd like, I think you'd like my new friends though. You would make them laugh. I gotta figure out the best way to protect him, though. I can't. I can't let this shit happen again. And I just kind of sit quietly on the edge of the bed. Okay. And that's where um. finish off then. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yep. On that note, we'll finish off there for the evening. I'm going to take my sleeping, what's it? Yeah, I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> the sleeping and see if that does anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just going to go up to the bedroom and 
strip down and flop. I'm beat, swinging that greatsword around and burning things and people. And I'll take 10 minutes to set the alarm on our room and then go to bed. Okay. And that's where we'll finish off.